Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to the Marriage Undressed podcast, where we are attempting to take the blankets off of marriage and give you a real look at what it means to be married, especially when it comes to God's way as seen in the scriptures. My name is Jeremy Redman, and I am your host, along with my lovely co-host and wife, Lucy Redman. How are you today, Lucy? Well, you know what? I am great today because... Even though we have transitioned into the fall season mm-hmm. in our area, it is like summer outside. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. So the day we're shooting this, it's early October, and we are in the 80s and sunny today. Yeah. And it's so good stuff, people. It's it good stuff. It feels. But knowing where we live here in the northeast part of Ohio, that it will flip. And on the forecast, it says it's going to flip from high of 82 yeah. and will be a high of 53 here Within days. Days, yeah. And so we have to enjoy it while we can. Um, How has your week been? What is new with you? What is new with me? You know, I got to be honest, not a whole lot, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Right? We are in the grind of uh, school, activities, running kids' places, um, work. So it's just a lot of the same old, same old, but I'm I'm kind of a creature (laughs) of... Habit. So I like Samo Samo. You do. I think in in our time of being married, I think that's what I have seen. And it's good to hear you say you recognize it because rhythm is good for you. Yeah. As far as like uh, consistency, things rolling around the same way. I would say one of our greatest difficulties is when we get kind of, um, one way we talk about it is like off ramp or on ramp. Like when you're getting on the interstate and you are going to go off ramp, you know, people are getting off of your path or you're choosing to leave. But when you're staying on the inner the interstate and something on ramps you, like they get mm-hmm. in front of you, they can cut you yeah. off. That's like where the we're number one or yeah. you know comes into play. But I think so for us having that like consistency of this and that, um, even with the our kids' schedules. Yeah. Uh, with dance, we've been talking a lot about we even you made a color coded dance schedule day that's in our kitchen. That shows what everybody's doing. Yeah, we just kept getting that, wait, who, what, wait, where, who, which one? Yeah. What? Yeah, so it was good to make the the schedule so we know. And we it can was. We just look. Yeah, and I think that's as far as uh, when it comes to marriages, I think that is such a, a part that when you're when you're across the table, the, di- the, the dinner table at a restaurant and you're dating, you really don't think a whole lot about what will it be like when we are a taxi service? Yeah. What will it be like in our marriage when we are really, what what do you call those um, on a cruise ship? Um, A cruise director? Like, yeah, the the events. Yeah, cruise director, the events. Isn't there a different name or is it just cruise director? No, I guess. I've never been on a cruise. You um, have. Yeah, but I don't know. uh, Maybe just like a, the fun director? I don't think we've said it right yet. (laughs) But you know what I mean? But like the activities coordinator. Activities director? Yeah. Yeah. Where you go through and it's like somebody is planning the event. Somebody has, oh, this is where the kids are doing this craft. Or here is where they're going to have this chance for um, a magician or a comedian. Or here's where we get ice cream. Like just the things that go into being somebody's uh, calendar yeah. executioner. And it isn't that we as as adults and uh, married couple and both of us work yeah. uh, through the church or River Tree. And so for that, it's so interesting to be like, oh, we didn't think that a big part of what we do as marrieds 
would be parenting, which also equates to schedule creators, adapters. Taxi driver. Taxi driver. Yeah. So, I mean, as you think about that, like, obviously we didn't talk about that 17 years ago. No. That that would be a big part of what our marriage would entail. So what do you think about that part? And yeah, just your thoughts. Well, um, my, I initially go to um, like we take and pick up our kids from school, right? right. That's the first like line of taxi right. <laughs> that because, we have. And most people, I would say the vast majority, maybe not the vast majority, but it isn't just like hardly anybody rides the bus in our school systems. There's a lot of bus riders. Like yeah. that system has to operate. Yeah. But yeah. we have chosen to always be car riders. We have we are we are car riders. Um and you know, we've always had the ability to do that. And mm-hmm. I um I love that we get to do that with our kids. Uh, we choose to do that. It's not like, you know, we have to. Um, but I like those few moments before school and right after school with mm-hmm. them. Um, I'll be honest, if I didn't have to taxi drive to and from school, my afternoons would look a lot different. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I do enjoy it. And um, where it starts to become, um, I don't want to say a struggle, but like the internal battle maybe Mm. is when you get home and you have a quick turnaround. Yeah. You know, and you've got to um, get kids changed and snacked and bags packed for the next activity and out the yep. door. Um, because sometimes that gets a little, uh, we're going to make it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. And, and I think that's one of the things too, when it, when it comes to being married and there is the, the parenting, the crazy chaos calendar, there has to be kind of we talked about earlier with the scheduling. There has to yeah. almost be a, a cohesiveness, a communication part that even allows you as married to thrive, absolutely. not just survive. Like survival sometimes feels yeah. hard in the pace of family today, especially, but I'm sure always to a degree. But like right now there is so much and, and our kids are at that age and their their school age and their activity age and, you know, whether it be, and, and they're, they don't do a lot of different things, but the things they do, they do a lot of. A lot of, yeah. So Fender's a black belt. So it isn't just he goes once a week. Like we go several times and it's a lot of times yeah. it's an hour and a half. Yeah. The girls are like, they chose dance as their avenue of activity. And so they dance a lot. A lot. And so it really is, it's not just a matter of, it's, yes. it's like we're going to soccer and we're going to lacrosse yeah. or we're going to music lessons. Like they have their lane that we've done for that. But even there, it's still a bunch. uh, Yeah. I mean, I always joke. I'm like, I'm so glad that we live semi-close to where our kids do their activities Mm -hmm. because, I mean, we do do a lot of back and forth and running. And um, if they were, you know, a little bit away, that would be a different... Yeah, clear across (laughs) town. Yeah, that would be a different different kind of take on that. So Yeah, so if somebody's watching this and they're like, oh my gosh, me too. But my spouse has a job or works or even just maybe the personality and relational part um, doesn't really allow for like the assistance. Mm Because I would say um, we have tried to distribute the responsibilities of getting our kids to and fro 
even just unintentionally. It wasn't just like, oh, we need this, so you have to. It's just I think we both kind of just own some things. But what, what would you think would be some good advice for someone who's like, I, my spouse works too much too or much, my yeah. partner is too busy to be able to do the running. And so if it's going to happen, it is all on me. Right. So what do you think would be good news to someone who heard that? Well, okay. So first let me say thank you to you <laughs> because you are a very supportive husband and spouse and you do jump in and you run kids and you take to school and you pick up and we do share that uh I don't want to call it a burden, but we share that part of parenting in our marriage. And yeah. I, I really am thankful for that because a lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for doing that. Um, if you have a spouse or, or um, you know, a wife or a husband that isn't able to do that, that yeah. can become, um, wow, tiresome, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's where a uh, sometimes a hard conversation comes in. Yeah. Uh, maybe they don't even realize that their wife is struggling because she's running three kids mm-hmm. here, 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 and here, you know? Um, and if the spouse still isn't, um, you know, like, oh yeah, let me help you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say, um, find a really good friend that's in the same activities. <laughs> right. And you can ride share, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I am so thankful for some of the girls, um, dance buddies because a lot of times it'll be like, hey, I'll pick up tonight. You take, you know, mm-hmm. and we have that opportunity to share that. Um, yeah, which is yeah, great. Because I think there is just this awareness that when you are, and again, there's a bunch of single moms and dads who are operating in in those spaces Absolutely. as well. And so I think there is there is this reality like, oh, when you when you have both of the spouses engaged with this part, um, you hope that the best case scenario is that both are doing everything mm-hmm. they can to make sure to to share the load. Like that's what a big part of marriage is, is it's sharing the weight of the yeah. reality of life yeah. and going through these processes. And so I I know for me too, sometimes like I I do have flexibility, but there also are times where I know that I I can't be as available as I can be. So maybe here's a question for you that I probably have. This is probably more one-sided than it's probably, it's not equal. There's probably not as many times where, oh, you are equally as unavailable at times as I am just because of the nature of how we've worked and done our relationship and so forth. So what would you say if somebody was watching this and said, hey, I'm the spouse who is more available, but feeling overwhelmed at times. Mm -hmm. What would you say how would you approach that conversation with me knowing that I'm busy, but also knowing that you need help yeah. and I should be part of the solution? Well, this is going to sound maybe sidestepping a little bit, but I think the first thing that you really need to do is if you're overwhelmed and, for instance, say in our, I'm overwhelmed, I'm mm-hmm. running kids everywhere, you're not as flexible, um, maybe I need to take a look and say, okay, Let's look at these activities mm-hmm. first. What do our kids oh, yeah. really enjoy? What are they are they just playing soccer because we put them in soccer right. or is that something that they love? You yeah. know? Um can we stack our activities, mm-hmm. right? So um the dance studio where the girls are, um they stack classes. So mm-hmm. sometimes they're there for two hours, which seems like a long time, but it's great yeah. because we're not making multiple trips. You know, they just it does stay. help. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, um, versus one class come three home, times in a go week. Back. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you've taken a look at all your activities and you've decided, okay, this is this is where we are, this is where we're staying. Yeah. Um, you know, I think you just you have to come. Um, I would come to you and just be like, hey, I want to talk to you about something in a non. Um, accusatory, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. you don't ever help me, and you don't like right. an open, honest yeah. conversation. Like, and sometimes it's hard for me or for a wife or a husband to say, yeah. "I'm struggling." Like, I need help, right? Because right. we're super parents, we can do right. it all our own. Mm -hmm. um, to say, "I'm I'm struggling a little bit," yeah. and I know you're busy. Like, mm -hmm. validate that your work is important. Yep, but. Where is a place that mm. you can wiggle some? Yeah. Is there a place that you can help me some? And accept, yeah. then the part comes, I have to accept, like, if you say, well, I can do Tuesday and Thursday evenings a little mm -hmm. bit easier. Like, I have to say, you know what? Thank you for doing that. Right. Not be like, well, that's not going to help me. I asked you for some help. Yeah. And that's not the help I wanted. Right. Like, right. if you're not going to be specific and say, can you do Mondays at three? Right. Then... Be yeah. willing to accept what they, Absolutely. they can do. And potentially, too, if it's like, that is not feasible. Yeah. The afternoon I have on Mondays, right? Like, yeah. I have these meetings or my commute alone would prevent me from being able to do what you're asking. Yeah. As even, I would say, on, on the other side of of, of the, the spouse conversation is, okay, well, I have to respect that because that makes sense to me. Right. And I guess if you don't agree with it and you're like, you're making that up, that's not true. I know really your last thing is at 1.15 on Monday. Right. And that's another different conversation. Yeah. But as you were talking, one of the things that I thought about might be really helpful for couples would be to agree to the schedule. Is it feasible for our kids to even do this? Yeah. You know, if it's um, our kids have soccer at five, but they have sax lessons at 3.30. And then, you know, is yeah. it like, can we do this? Yeah. Um, well, and what becomes important? And what becomes important? You know, yeah. I mean, we had that conversation with um, our kids just recently when, you know, because sometimes summer schedules are a little different and we were jumping yeah. back into fall and routines mm -hmm. and there were going to be some different things happening on Wednesday nights. Yep. And, you know, it's really important for us. Um, our two older ones come to program at our church on Wednesday nights. That's yeah. really important to us. Yep. And so we had to be like, okay, well, you know what? We'll take this instead. We mm -hmm. really had to like sit down and prioritize yeah. like, what nights work best, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's another challenge I think that that married couples experience is just being real. Like you want your kids to thrive. And we're in a community that is very kid-centric. Yeah. Uh, great schools, high achievabilities with the, the sports, the music, the arts, academics, like a great system. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, you, you could you could have the tension of where one spouse is like, oh no, like we need to totally go all in yeah. with sports. And the other spouse is, well, I, that wasn't a big deal to me, but great grades and things that will look good on a scholarship down the road mm -hmm. is. And so the things that you kind of have to like compromise and find like, oh, like the running around, what we're willing to do post work, right? you know, post other things that we have going on as, as adult humans is really coming to a realization in terms of, again, yeah. it goes back to that pre-conversation before you commit to the chaos 
uh, what is feasible. It's like a budget. It's yeah. like a time it's budget like a time for budget. your family. Yeah. Like we can't just because the, the reality is if we don't go into finances with kind of some, some guardrails, more than likely you will overspend beyond that. But if you can have a, hey, here's, here's the playroom right. for our, our time calendar budget <laughs> as a family, as a couple, et cetera, then you can almost head that off at the pass yeah. by good decision making at the front end. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I, you were just talking, I was like, I, I feel like we've had this conversation about um, before we even had kids about activities, like how many activities would we do? What would they be involved sure. in? You know, I didn't grow up with a lot of sports, <laughs> grew up with 400 sports. And, right. You know, right. so um, yeah, that was funny just listening to you talk about that. Like, yeah, you you yeah you saying that right now. I don't know if any. I'm sure nobody on the other side of the lens ever thought this, but like you know, like before you're a parent and you're watching other parents parent their kids. And oh, I know, yeah. remember um, when uh, <laughs> our nieces were little. And just being like watching them throw chicken finger after chicken finger away at a restaurant. Yeah. And they order something and not eat it. Yeah. Just being like so prideful. <laughs> My kids will eat Won't every chicken finger and fry. Yeah. We're not going to waste $10 on that nonsense. My. And then sure enough, how many chicken fingers oh. have been sacrificed in a restaurant dumpster? Or over the last... My thing is, we're all going to eat what was made for dinner. Oh. yeah. Well, that doesn't happen either. Right. I think that's a whole... Ooh. Maybe I think that's, that's a, a whole other podcast. podcast. Yeah. What you thought you were going to do as a parent versus what you really we do. We should totally have the dinner conversation. Yeah. That would be... Because we, we, yeah, we have our... We, we have plenty to discuss when it comes to the food yeah. for our kids, how we've approached... Yeah our menus and anything else as a couple. How, well, how we've approached temper tantrums and fights yeah, yeah, and all that. Yeah. yeah. There's no shortage of content where we did not still <laughs> don't get it right. Absolutely. But it is, it, but I think even with that, and I think even, you know, you look at families, you're like, how, how did those couple, how did that couple get to the point where they did say, is it really okay to do all that? Because when you're not watching it, you right. think it's preposterous. Yeah. That anybody would even choose to live like that. Like, you have no time to think. You have no time to just be and contemplate, let alone read and do like hobbies. And then if you are doing hobbies, it feels like you have um, neglected yeah. your spouse or you're neglecting your kids because there's such an expectation for what the parent workload is in the marriage. Yeah. I know I I don't even have like a response to that because right. I'm just like thinking like yes and I'm I I'm thinking too like for me um, I'm kind of a homebody right mm -hmm. you know that I like to be at home and when we're running every night of the week mm -hmm. the last thing I want to do on the weekends is go running here and there and everywhere for. Right errands or, mm -hmm. you know, fun or whatever. So, um, yeah, that plays a lot into time, the yeah. way you look at things, mm -hmm. what we should do, what we shouldn't do. Yeah. Sorry. I kind of like got yeah, no. lost in that moment for a second. I was thinking about it. Yeah, I think so. And I think one of the things that I'm, I'll be curious to hear your thoughts on is, so as a married couple experiencing the reality. And again, this isn't globally, this is not true. Like this is not everybody on every country mm -hmm. and continent 
who are married, who did have a family. This isn't their experience, but it is very common for married couples in the United States who did have a family and they're trying to go. Um, Even more so, maybe even to a different layer, uh, there are a lot of what we would probably call blended families. And there are second or third marriages where there are multiple kids and multiple layers um, to navigate with what the dynamic is about how to be married and do all the things that you are responsible yeah. for. Um, because you know, when you see in scriptures, and, and oftentimes you see God say, be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> I love it. As a, as a biblical text, as a leader, as somebody that wants to see things foster, healthy things grow. Right. Right. And, but as things grow, the, like I think about like a bush or a tree, like as it grows, the foliage gets crazy. Yeah. And it just gets bigger and bigger. more work and bigger margin for something to go wrong, wrong. that impacts the whole. Um, and so I think in this, again, I think going back to that preparation, what did you agree to? Yeah. To go back to, because you can't just be upset. You're never around to do it. Well, I right. never told you I could, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I'm. Sometimes we get lost in the we in that beginning moment of okay, here's the schedule, here's the time, we've this and yep. that and that, and you slowly slide out of that, and mm-hmm. you get into this like whirlwind that you can't get out of. Mm-hmm. And you don't even realize that you've gotten there. Right. You know, until like the breaking point. Oh. And that's when you have to go back to the to the beginning. Absolutely. And I think for the couple, the married couple, and again, we're throwing the blanket off. Yeah. There is a real opportunity. And you didn't mean for it to happen. You don't mean, and I know we've experienced this, where it, it does you but you almost become coworkers. And in in this specific example of the reality of the the chaos of the calendar is that you really are not even passing ships. No. But you're kind of like scattered ships who are like part of the same armada, but you're not sailing together (laughs) Together. right now. Right. And you're flying the same flag. Yeah. You're under the same colors, as it were. Yeah. But you're, you're both kind of captaining your own ship. Yeah. And so how does that, I mean, how do you kind of feel about that? Do you agree with that? Uh, What would be your take on like that picture for anybody who might be feeling like, yeah, like that's how we feel. Yeah. That is, that is a great question. You know, the, the ships together, the idea of we're more like roommates than a married couple. And I would love nothing more than to answer that question for you. And I will answer that question for you in the next episode of our podcast.